In the 1970s, disco music introduced a new sound to the world by incorporating synthesized beats, utilizing drum machines and electronic instruments to nightclubs around the U.S. and Europe. The genre continued to grow in popularity and evolved throughout the 80s, where it gained mainstream radio success with hits like 1984's Take On Me by AHA. Daft Punk, inspired by the disco sounds of the previous two decades, found huge success in the 90s and helped pave the way for house and electronic music around the world. And the early 2000s saw David Guetta, who would go on to become one of the most successful DJs of all time. By the 2010s, the world was captivated by numerous genres of electronic music. Names like Deadmau5, Skrillex, Steve Aoki, and the late Avicii helped lead a worldwide movement of EDM. And another duo who are right up there with the most recognizable names are the Chainsmokers, aka Drew Taggart and Alex Paul. The Chainsmokers began in 2012 after Drew and Alex, both DJs, were introduced by manager Adam Albert. After a few remixes and collabs, their real breakthrough moment was when they dropped their unforgettable song Selfie in December 2013. But first, let me take a selfie. 2015's Roses from their EP Bouquet made it to the top 10 of the Billboard charts, and their 2016 track Don't Let Me Down featuring Dea went on to win a Grammy. Just a few months later, they teamed up with Halsey for the song Closer. This was the first time Drew showcased his own singing abilities. It hit the number one spot on charts around the world, and they even performed it at the 2016 MTV VMAs. I was doing just fine before I met you. I drink too much and that's an issue, but I'm okay. Their debut album, Memories, Do Not Open This, debuted at number one in 2017 and had hits like Something Just Like This featuring Coldplay. I Try and quickly recap the insane next few years for the guys. They locked in a Vegas residency, released their second studio album called Sick Boy in 2018, and launched a film and TV production company called Kick the Habit. They were listed as the highest paid DJs by Forbes magazine in 2019. That same year, they dropped their third studio album, World War Joy. And in 2020, they launched a venture capital called Mantis. But in February 2020, the duo announced they'd be taking a well-deserved hiatus from music. And nearly two years later, in January, January 2022, they returned to social media to announce their upcoming fourth album and released their new song High on January 28th. For stepping away from music just as a global pandemic shut down the world and coming back right as things are getting back to normal, the timing could not be better. And I know so many people, including myself, are absolutely thrilled. This is the Spout Podcast, where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. I'm Nick Major, and my guests today are the Chainsmokers. Why? You only say you love me when you're high. Let me uh, put my food away. I got a big bowl of peas here, and... Uh, Mm. Oh, that's I hate Alex, I, I, oh, I think I saw that awful. you guys don't like <laughs> peas or that. something. What are, I, I mean, that's absolutely crazy. I hate peas. I How like I kick off every day. I, hate peas. I like the snap peas, but like peas, big peas like that, they just like, they just dominate every dish and they kind of taste rotten, you know? Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Not I'm not oh the biggest God. fan, but this I thought just... this would be funny and I regret it. So let me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not worth the joke. I don't Woo! 
boy, it's not worth it. So let's actually scrap that part and just uh, dive in. So, dudes, it's so uh, good to be chatting. I'm so stoked that you guys are back as my mouth tastes like peas now. But um, how are you guys doing? It's been a, a big time for you. New track is out. You guys are finally back in uh, your proper form because I was a little confused early on. Saw these two other handsome boys. We're back, baby pretending to be you but it seems that you are finally back you're here full force so what is up uh you know basically just getting back after it it's been a pretty crazy you know year writing this out well two years writing this album and you know it's funny like it's it's amazing to be back like it was so hard like holding on to all this music and just kind of like sitting in the shadows waiting to you know get back out there um and it's awesome to you know see our fans reacting the way we are and you know we're really excited about all the things we have to come I will say, like, there's a little bit of a learning curve. Like, social media has really gone to a different place since we left. Even, like, that physically the apps themselves of, like, where the post button is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that. So <laughs> I don't want to sound like some boomer or something. But, like, you know, when you don't use Instagram for, like, two years and then you, like, jump back on. You're like, all right, I'm going to throw up my post. And you're like, where is the post button? <laughs> like, oh, no. And even even since then, TikTok, it was like not even an existing app when you guys a couple years back took a break. Because yeah, I like barely we were like crushing it on TikTok before we left. Like it was super fun. And then like but now there's like so many different features like to get, you know, like to use it properly. Like You see all these amazing creators like really harnessing all the power of the app. And you're just like. How the hell did this guy do this thing? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like and they all, hours. I know they do it like within the phone with on the app and I don't understand it. So so props to them. But I see you guys, you have been picking up the TikTok game uh, a bit at least. You guys have like 2.2 million followers on there or something. So so not too bad. But yeah, not bad for a start. <laughs> yeah, a good start. One thing that uh, I, I thought was cool was Charlie Puth and he has really jumped onto the TikTok world and he's used it as a really cool avenue to kind of show as he's coming out with new songs and stuff. When Dead Mouse, I don't know if you saw the video where like when he made the Velt and he was live streaming on Twitch and someone submitted the track to it. Uh, some guy on Twitter says he did vocals for this track already. Should I check him out? Mother! And then he saw it and was like, oh, wow, hold on a second. This is incredible. Let's use this in the song. Do you guys think that yeah. TikTok being such a music platform now and a way where people do duet videos with their own verses and songs, if someone ever did that to one of your tracks, if you just put a beat up there, could you ever see yourselves being like, hold on a second, this might be something here? Yeah, I mean, we're always open to collaboration. I, mean, I think that's like the crazy cool part of the Internet. I mean, like that that kid we reposted recently is, you know, made something really awesome. We just happened to have someone send it to us. If you like it, tag them, let them know. We're here. Oh, let's go! And we were like, this is a great remix. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's call this guy up and get this, like get him the stems and stuff. And um, I think that's, you know, you know, I think like more often than not, you're probably not getting those breakthrough moments, but like, but I think yeah. like when you got to pay attention for it and when it happens, like, why not? I mean, I think that, that the ability to have that connectivity is really cool. And, um, you know, listen to your fans and the feedback and the people are giving you. And, and, you know, that's, what's cool about everything these days. Yeah. And you guys, I think your last, uh, proper tour was back in 2019 and then you were planning to take some downtime anyway which was well deserved because i felt like every day there was a new chain smokers track coming out and i can only imagine like just 
how much nonstop work you guys were probably doing. And it seems like 2019, 2020, 2021 was the first time where you guys got a chance to have a break and actually put time and do something fresh with something new. So what was that break like for you guys for the writing process, being able to hop over to Hawaii with some friends and just take some time for yourselves? It was great. I mean, we, we started, yeah, we started writing the album in like the first two weeks of January 2020. So that was before the pandemic. Um, and you know, that was like, kind of like set the foundation for our entire album. And then, yeah, we had like two years to kind of build off of that and go back and redo things and, you know, just right over. Sorry, my dog's being a little wussy today. Oh, good. I got my dog back here somewhere. We're a dog friendly space. Good, good, good. He's just got emotional attachment issues. All right, but I'm right here. Um, anyway, um, so that was like the foundation and, and then, it was great to have so much time to really like, uh, you know, the pandemic was not a great thing for, for anybody. Um, but you know, to like, I, I think it did force us to like work on the album longer than we probably would have. I think we would have put it out a little bit sooner and I don't think it would have been as good if we, uh, you know, just the way things lined up, I think really like worked in our favor. That's awesome. And the first track you guys dropped was high, which has an insane music video. The video was so dope for it. And you guys got to perform at the SoFi Stadium, which I think I, I know nothing about sports. I'm terrible at sports, but I'm pretty sure that was the game that got the Rams into the Super Bowl. If I'm yes. not uh, mistaken, I'm but like, si- oh, thank God. Okay, cool. Yeah, so enough sports talks. Sense. That's the the most that I know is you guys played at that, which I was at SoFi a couple of weeks ago for a, a college game. Incredible stadium, like seventy thousand people when you guys were there. What was it like being able to uh, play something new and just get up on stage? It was great. I mean, like honestly, first. Well, like you don't really, we played like some stadiums. We definitely played like crowds that size, but when they're in the stadium format, it's a very different feeling. And like, usually it shows you have like fans close to the stage, yeah. but you kind of have like, you know what I mean? Like a connection to them, at least the ones like sitting on the field or whatever. And this is just like, you're just kind of plopped right in the middle of this. I know <laughs> mammoth, you guys were right there. And then the, it's just the whole field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like if you could see the stage up close, like it was huge. It was like, you know, 85 feet long or something but like when you we saw like photos from our friends that were like up in the box it looked like like a little like miniature <laughs> a little miniature set um and you know it, but like you know we had like only four or five days to pull off what we did so i think it turned out great but you know it was awesome to play high like we live in la and we've been gone for you know two years and to kind of have that be like i don't want to call it like our coming back party but like have the opportunity to play at such a pivotal game for the hometown of all of our friends you know with the new song it was like a really cool moment and like i, I know drew feels the same way but we were like we're surprisingly relaxed about the whole thing like when you got up there it was like really fun and kind of like a bummer that we only had six minutes like you kind of got going and then you're just like wait oh that that's it like you were just starting to get your sweat on <laughs> it was over before you knew it it's a it's a nice way to ease back in before the longer sets which i'm sure are not far away from now and hi it was the the first song you guys chose to put out the first song in two years oh, you only say you love me when you're Why 
this track in sonically sound wise is it what people can look forward to which i loved by the way i i love your music because lyrically it can always be somewhat like serious emotionally relatable stuff but followed by music that you just want to move around to and i loved high because the guitar at the beginning i'm a total like pop punk kid and like an alternative rock emo kid at heart and that guitar at the start was so reminiscent of just all that stuff to me Yeah. I was like, oh yes, this is a good start. But why this track to be the first one the world he- heard in two years from you guys? Uh, you know, working on the songs on the album for you know two years, and uh, this was one of the last songs that we made. Um, and I think we wanted to make this song's like very in your face. It feels like there's all these like elements, uh, production elements that we had a lot of fun putting in. It has this alternative vibe, this pop punk vibe. It has like like some trap drums. It has a dance break, and um, the song's like very fast paced and. You know, we played all of these songs for all of our friends for, you know, since they've been, we've, we've made them. And you start to, like, get a consensus over a while. Like, all right, I feel like this one is, like, the best, you know, connective tissue to, to the rest of the album. Um, and so we kind of, like, let our, our homies decide. I saw you guys did a bit of a quick Twitter Q&A not too long ago if people had some uh, general questions about it. And Drew, it sounds like you're singing on every track on the album, correct? Uh, yeah, I will be. I, I've always really loved your voice, but hearing it fresh after two years, it definitely sounds like you're you're gr- always growing more into your ability to just find your comfort zone in regards to who you are as a vocalist. And what did this past two years and taking on all these tracks allow you to kind of do in regards to that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you nailed that. I mean, like I never had a lot of time to, I mean, I kind of like became, I guess, a singer on, on the, on the fly. Closer was the first song I ever sang on. Hey, I was doing just fine before I met you. I drink too much and that's an issue, but I'm okay. And I just kind of went from there, but never really stopped to kind of discover especially like as a producer and I I like to cut my own vocals as well. And, you know, I finally had the time to just experiment with a lot of different like techniques and plugins that I like to use that made my voice sound different and change the way that I had to sing. I'm, you know, I sing a lot softer now, which I think like really helped me. And these are like, you know, they're kind of like novice realizations that I came to later in my career. Um, And I don't know, I had a lot, my voice does sound very different on this album. Um, but it sounds the most like me, I think, which is, which is really exciting. So I'm, I'm stoked for people to hear, you know, that, that kind of like new character per se. And in the past two years, it's not like you guys just haven't done anything. You've also been kind of exploring to the venture capital world. You've got Mantis, you've got Kick the Habit. And I think that it's so awesome that you guys are, are looking to help other people that you, that you believe in and that you see cool potential. And so what is Mantis up to right now? And uh, what are you guys hoping to be doing moving forward with it more and more? Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. And, you know, we were really fortunate because it was a, a kind of an idea we had prior to the pandemic um, happening. And, you know, we started probably like thinking on it for like a year before because it's obviously a huge undertaking and, you know, you're managing other people's money who you respect immensely. And it, you really got to, you know, take it very, very seriously. Um, but we just, you know, we're so obsessed with the idea of investing into people, you know, amazing people and using whatever resources we have at our disposal to kind of help them achieve their goals. Um, so, you know, for us, we are lucky. We have two great partners and Jeff and Milan who are partners with us at Mantis and, you know, we're continuing to invest into, you know, really interesting spaces. 
you know, machine learning, AI technology, Web3, crypto, uh, you know, some social social consumer stuff. Um, but it's really we find it really inspiring to like kind of align with these founders that have these like huge, you know, ideas um, to disrupt kind of the world in different ways. Some of it's like climate tech, some of it's like nuclear fusion stuff. And, you know, some of it's obviously a little bit further out and, and, and more challenging than other things. But it's amazing to be involved with them. And we find it really inspiring for our own careers in music to kind of like work along these side, these people and watch them, you know, manifest their dreams. And, you know, we've been really fortunate to have the career we've had, and it's awesome to be able to pay it forward um, to the, you know, this next generation of uh, incredible, you know, inventors essentially. Uh, and it, we just find it really great. And, uh, you know, I think that we're fortunate to be in a position to be able to do this. And uh, it also like is really nice balance between the music stuff which we you know do basically during the night and then in the daytime we're like these like business guys in some mm -hmm. respects uh so it's been cool and and then hopefully like if drew and i look absolutely terrible in leather pants when we're like in our 50s and 60s you know what i mean and no one has any interest in seeing that we'll be able to you know fall back on this a little bit more <laughs> No, I think you guys will be able to rock the leather pants for the rest of time. Um, I, I saw you guys, I think back in 2017, you guys like were a special unannounced guest at the Emo Night anniversary show that they had. We're actually developing, I don't know like how much I can say about this, but developing a film around Emo Night. Yeah, and so that got announced uh, in 2021, I think, because I know the guys who put that on really well, TJ and Morgan. And yeah. I, I remember when that got announced, and I know I haven't heard much about it since then, so I don't know if stuff's just going on behind the scenes. I didn't know if anything was, yeah, was in the works. The TV and film business is the most, the most challenging business we've ever been a part of. You know, like... I, I, when I watch like a terrible TV show, I still have respect for it simply for the <laughs> for fact the word that they got it into made. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, Hey, you got this made. Congrats to you. You know, um, yeah. it, it, it's just, you know, it's a very challenging business. There's a lot, lots and lots of layers and cooks in the kitchen and things that need to get approved. And, you know, ultimately I feel like we have something really special. So I'm very optimistic about this and I think it would be a terrific, you know, terrific film to shine light on, not just from the music standpoint, but just from the, you know, writer that we, amazing writer we have, but, um, but yeah, these things, you know, when you see like a movie come out, it's like been worked on for like 10 years you know? and it's like oh, a yeah. very, very slow, arduous process. Did you guys follow the, when we were young fest announcement? That's like the emo festival in Vegas, right? Yeah. It's someone like my chemical romance and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that lineup is insane. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like a, it's like a emo, it's like our young, our 16 like year old like dream of a festival festival uh i'm like so curious i'm always curious how like festivals like work out billing and stuff like obviously like my chemical romance paramore like bands like that like we all know they're like the pinnacle of the space but like there's a lot of other great bands in there i'm like you know like you kind of like get reflected on it's like oh so this is my place in like emo rock history like yellow card like i had some bangers like i was I, you know i should get more notoriety than this um <laughs> but it's so cool and i think like kind of curated festivals like this, um, you know, are really interesting. And, and it's nice because like, it, you know, I think we all like have this yearning for nostalgia in the past. And certainly that's like a big theme in our music. Um, and it's cool to have like an opportunity to kind of dive back into your teenage years for, you know, an evening with all your friends and, um, I'm sure these guys all can still rip, so it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and I, th I think that's exactly why stuff like Emo Night's been able to be popular for so long is that nostalgic thing. And I I did Warp Tour for a number of years, and like that was just the exact same type of vibe. So I'm stoked, and I wasn't sure if it was anything you guys yeah. uh, were following or not. Any any sort of uh, release for other songs 
for the album entirely. I'm sure that you do, but I know a lot of people are probably hoping like a summer release. That'd be awesome. Great time for, I'm guessing, hopefully yeah. you guys will be able to be playing shows by then. If you're asking about the, the date for the album, it's kind of like a moving date, but I mean, it's done. I can tell you that much. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, we're really happy with it. And we, you know, we want to get it out as quickly as possible and have, you know, fans have more to like nibble on than, than just like a, a single or two or three. Um, so it's a moving target, but yeah, it'd be great. I mean, I hope, I mean, I really hope that this summer is like kind of the summer that really feels normal again. I feel like it will. Um, so it would be, it would be great to have it out by then. We got a lot of surprises on the way. Like there's a lot of things you can get done in two years. Um, and you know, I think what we're really excited about is just showing our fans the depth that we went to for them to give them really awesome, a really awesome summer and year musically from us. So, uh, hopefully we can start getting really aggressive with it in the next few months. That's great. And it sounds like this is the work that you guys are most proud of. It's going to be the fourth album from you guys. And is what are you guys most excited about this album, about this new era of Chainsmokers for? Because people have been waiting and eager and excited themselves. I think that we're like just having we had so much fun making all the songs on this album there. They feel like very Chainsmokers, but we, I, I feel like the like production wise, especially they're in like such a fun new place and I, we're like really excited to keep building on that world. Um, and we just like started doing just like having fun, like making stuff like just for our fans. Like we just put out like two remixes, like super low key that we just like emailed to our fans and we didn't even post them on SoundCloud or anywhere. And it was just kind of like, you guys can repost these or they're just for you and just kind of having fun off the cuff and, you know, just like working, you know, remixing artists that like we just are fans of. It's just been really fun. And, I think it's like it's just like we're ha- we're having like more fun with our music. It feels more playful than ever before, and our interaction with our fans feels more playful. And we just want to build build on that, and and you know keep doing what we love whenever it feels right. It seems like it was a great opportunity for you guys to take more time than ever before to finally just get a chance to relax, but also put time into a piece of work where I don't know if it was rushed before. I don't know what the process was like when you guys were constantly putting out music, but do you see yourselves getting back onto that track of consistently putting out stuff or has been able to sit back and put more time into something, giving you maybe a new approach for writing in the future? Yeah, I think it will be like a mix of both. I I think we definitely benefited. I mean, I mean, I'm glad that you liked the music video. That was like the first time that we've had a music video that we really we're proud of that because we, we, we spent time talking to the directors and developing the script and we really like felt the benefit of slowing down and presenting like a full package. Um, and you know, we have the time and we know that that takes time to do now and you know, but I, I don't think we want to like go away for another two years after this album comes out and then come back with something else. I think we want to definitely be present and putting out stuff like more constantly, but the video was awesome. And kid studio killed it with like just the, the everything in that video looked like ridiculous amazing so props to that that was such a, a great way to to i guess fly back into the just into the world and yeah. uh a big big congrats on that and i can't wait to see what you guys have coming up before long hopefully tours will be happening new music will be happening but i'm sure it just feels good to have a new song out there and to be back and to see the response from people 100 yeah absolutely i mean we're f- fucking thrilled yeah <laughs> it was like you know we were like you know, shadow of our former selves in terms of, you know, what we're used have been used to for the last decade, basically. So, you know, this is a music and, you know, sharing that experience with our fans is literally our number one passion. Um, and we're just really excited about what this year, you know, what we have in store. So hopefully things keep 
heading in an optimistic direction. And, you know, before we know it, everything will be back to the world we previously knew on some level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But until then, I hope that you guys stay well. I really appreciate you chatting. I was uh, looking forward to this. Thanks I'm so stoked us. on the new music. I'm glad that you guys have been well and keeping busy and productive with all the different ventures and all the different uh, music that you've been up to in the past two years. And uh, I guess I'll get back to my my bowl of peas. So thank you guys <laughs> for... Uh, mm. I don't. I think I just made myself not uh, like peas as much. So, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, good luck with everything. Thanks, brother. Yeah, good to see you take next. it easy, and um, I look forward to seeing you guys when you're out in LA putting on some shows. Thanks, brother. Appreciate Thanks, your brother. Take care. Take it easy, guys. Good to see you. To see more of Nick Major's conversation with the Chain Smokers, search Spout Podcast on IG, Twitter, or TikTok, or at SpoutPodcast.com. The Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media and created by Phil Becker. Spout. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.